Hello, saints and sinners. What's up, everybody? This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day because why? The Lord gave us life again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hey, guys, um, this is Witness Wednesday. We're going to learn some things about witnessing testimony. I got some Bible reading to do. Hey, you guys, just get ready. Get ready. It's, it's going to be explosive and awesome. So I hope you enjoy the programming. Bow your heads. Let's say a quick prayer because I have a very interesting motivation, inspiration, uh, music. <laughs> music video for you guys to hear today so i want you to enjoy it i want you to get in the spirit of the holy spirit and let's get with it so bow your heads heavenly father lord me and my listeners um we all come together to you to pray to you today heavenly father we give you all the glory we give you everything because you are the almighty you are the great lord and we just ask that you bless our paths lead us on the right paths keep us strong on the narrow road father and keep us strong and bold as christians as people who spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And God, I just ask that you bless all my listeners. I ask that you bless this channel and I ask for your blessing and protection amongst me, my family, my friends, and my enemies. In Jesus' mighty holy name, I pray, man. Okay, guys. So, um, Y'all know I said I'm, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start playing some music for y'all. Okay, so this song it just came out. Um, it's by My Trail Foreman, and it's called The Book of Revelation. Um, and actually, I want you guys to listen very closely to this video, especially in the beginning, because it's a lot of tempting going on in it. Like, these females are walking by in their short dresses and telling him, oh, yeah, you can have me. You know, what does the devil tempt you with? What you like, right? He tempts you with the things that you like. So, for men, it's women. For some women... It's other women or some women is men or whatever. Whatever it is, it's all wrong. So, um, yeah, so I want you guys to listen closely to this video. It's a good one, guys. So get ready, get revved up, get ready to bop a little, get the Holy Spirit going. I want you guys to feel it today. Alright, we're just going to wait for the boss to arrive shortly. If you sign this contract, you could have anything you want. Even this house right here? Yep, this house too. Crazy. Hola, guapo, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? Bien. Ya vas a tener todo lo que siempre queriste. Si Dios quiere. What's this? Oh, don't worry about that. It's for the boss. I'll get that. The boss will be with you shortly. Serpentine. 
understand that your life is rough But don't blame nobody, your problem is you didn't read enough You didn't validate, sacrifice self to make yourself a must You was watching idols on Instagram, snooping through they stuff <laughs> I finally set myself up for success, yes But when I got here, found out it's a mess mm. I'm jumping bishops, trying to be the king now life is a game, it's like I'm playing chess mm. They paint an image just so you can sign But when you cross that line, bye-bye the family time Cause you just paid a cost just to be the boss But you is the small prince, you inherit the loss <laughs> They say more money brings on more problems Yeah, that was the biggie Back in 97, you been chasing things So you neglect the fruits of the godly message You focus on pain, so when they flash the money You void the blessing There will be a time where this world will end so why stay on vacation if we passing through? I guess if you didn't read, you wouldn't have a clue. Mm, it's easy to be deceived, it all depends on you. Now listen, now revelation is a revelation. Mm, your occupation is to conquer Satan. But your determination seems to think I'm hating. So I will be the message, you can be the patient. It's all an open book, but you refuse to look. Because your values took and hanging from a hook. Now you're out here swimming, but you can't breathe. You gotta understand it's more than your looks mm. The worldly goal is to be the best But that position is already taking up this bigger than God We already know that he's the greatest, you're fooling yourself Social media already know that you're faking Now man got us thinking we can rule the world Buy a Bentley Coop and have a trendy girl Buy a couple houses, run up a check But with that mindset, tell me what Jesus said This is what I tell people. It is not about um, being boring. It's about living your life righteously. Okay? I just want... I can't even tell you guys that in so many ways. You know, or I can tell you in so many ways, but I just hope and pray people listen. Because what he said is you will be tempted. You see how the devil tempted him in the beginning? You can have all these cars and houses. And he gave that scripture. What good does it mean to gain the world and lose your soul? Oh, yeah, you can gain the world and have it for a total of two weeks and die and go to hell. Was it worth it? No. No. 
So guys, yeah, we got to, we have got to open our eyes. We've got to come together and we have to understand two people. It's one thing, and I'm praying about this. Uh, and you know, I'm asking for guidance and, and, and discernment on this because everybody that says they're of Christ or not, you know, the devil will come as an angel of the light. Okay? So, what I, I am saying here is that you can't trust everybody who comes your way. Oh, yes, I love the Lord. We have to pray about people. We have to pray about discernment because there are real life demons walking around out here in human form. So, I understand the Christian way. Oh, you have to love everyone and pray for everyone. But everyone, we have to pray about everyone. We do. We have to pray about everyone, and we do have to pray for people and love them and forgive them. But there is no bargaining or reckoning with demons. That is not what we are required to do. So, you know, we just have to pray about people, guys. Um, Today is Witness Wednesday for a reason, because what I do when I get on here is I witness. I witness the gospel of Jesus Christ, Yahshua, Roshababoshamaharikahashigel. I witnessed the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I want you guys to share it so people can hear it all over the world and everywhere, because it needs to be heard. It needs to be heard. I don't do this just to hear myself talk, oh, but even though sometimes I do when I'm cooking or something, I play my podcast. It helps me. It helps motivate me, you know, at times, because um, it motivates me to motivate others, and just... Um, I just pray that we can bring some people to Christ. It'll be beautiful. It'll be a beautiful thing, guys. I want you to ask yourself, what is witnessing? Please, ask yourself, what is witnessing? And have you witnessed? Have you witnessed? Okay? And if you don't know the truly know the answer to that question, I am about to play some audio for you guys so you can understand uh, what witnessing is, okay? So, but I want you to be thinking while I'm getting this ready. And I want you to ask yourself, what is witnessing? And have you witnessed? Okay? So, um... Second, because I actually have two, two of them totaling hmm, about twelve minutes. So um, I want you guys to get ready for it. Get your earplugs in. Get your ears ready. Okay, I want you to hear this one. Welcome to the one minute apologies. Apologetics seeks to give credible answers to curious questions to give a defense. Why don't Christians witness? It's been said before that 95% of all Christians have never led a person to Jesus Christ. In fact, statistically speaking, most people don't share their faith with anybody in any given year. And this is troubling. We have to figure out what's going on. Why is it that we're not sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with others? There could be a number of reasons. Some people may not really believe it. Therefore, they may not really be Christians. Others could uh, be struggling with doubt. Some could have a misplaced view of God, thinking that in the end, God will just let everybody into heaven, and there's really no such thing as heaven or hell. Some because of sin. Others don't do it because of fear of rejection. Some don't feel equipped. Others don't share the gospel because there's so many techniques out there, they don't know where to begin. And I think sometimes we just overcomplicate this thing called sharing the gospel, which is simply going about and sharing your story of how the gospel transformed your life with others. However, I think that there's another component. I think one of the reasons that people don't share the gospel is because they're not delighting in God. In fact, CS Lewis talked about this whole idea that we talk about what we delight in. And so could it be that one of the reasons that we're not witnessing is because we're not delighting in God? I can remember I went to this uh, donut shop that opened up in, uh, a ta- in my town where I live a few years back called Donut King. And I had this maple raised donut. It was unbelievable. 
unbelievable. I couldn't stop talking about this donut. I mean, I became a donut evangelist. I wanted my wife and kids to eat these donuts. I began meditating about the donut. I began thinking about the donut. Well, uh, our worship pastor at the time, Josh Wood, loves donuts. He's a donut connoisseur, connoisseur, and his favorite food is a donut. I couldn't wait to take him in, Donut King. And you should have saw his eyes as he bit into this maple raised donut. His eyes just kind of rolled back into his head. He was just biting into what would taste like just warm, flavored, I mean, pure goodness. It was quite the experience. And we couldn't shut up talking about Donut King. And, you know, I said to him, I said, what, what is the deal here, Josh? I mean, I brought you to Donut King. I, I, you know, I've got my parents eating Donut King. My wife's eating Donut King. I can't stop thinking about Donut King. Well, we have King Jesus, and why is it that we're not talking about him more? Could it be because we're not delighting in him? I think that is one of the key triggers. We talk about what we enjoy. We talk about what we love. When we see a good movie, we want to tell others about it. When we hear a good song, we want others to know about it. When we see something unbelievable, like an athlete in action, we want to talk about it. Well, Jesus Christ has died on the cross, rose from the grave, and we can know him personally. Can we find a way to share what the apostles did when they once said in Acts 4.20, for we cannot help talking about the things that we have seen and heard. Okay, guys, so... He, I mean, that was the fastest breakdown of witnessing that I've ever heard, and it's, 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 everything he said is true. You know, a lot of the problem, too, is a lot of us are living knee-deep in sin, and we don't even realize it. People don't realize the nature of their sin, or they love their sin so much, they can't let it go. And, you know, you you want to say you love God, but you don't want to live like you love God. You want to say you want to gain heaven, but you're living like hell. Guys, you know, you have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. And nobody said this is an easy journey. Because you're so used to the ways of the world. You're so used to what you've been doing your whole life. And to just up and stop. Wow. It's it's not easy, but God will give you strength. I'm telling you guys, my biggest battle was sex. I won't lie to you. My biggest battle was sex. And if you want to know, I still battle with it right to this day. I finally just said, God, I can't do this on my own. I need you. I need your help. And I realized those are nothing but lust demons that want to take over you, that want to keep you away from God and your sin. Because that's what sin does. Sin is a disease. It's the problem. Sin has been the problem. The world is infected by a disease called sin, and there was only one cure for that sin, and it is Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you guys something. Elohim, God, our Father, He hates sin. He will not go near it. You can't even come close to Him with sin on you. You can't. This is why they say that people in the human form cannot stand before God. They'll die. He hates sin. And (laughs) Satan has the world so deceived that people just take their sin lightly. Hey. Sin is the ultimate cause of death. Death to the earth. Death to human beings. Sin brought death upon the earth. And everything in it. Yeah. See, in heaven, with our Father, with our Savior... There's no death. Nothing dies there. 
you know, when I first heard that, I didn't get it. Because this next video I'm going to play for you guys, the guy said, oh, you know, the flowers, they died. Or did they commit a sin? Listen. Sin brought death upon the earth. And this has to be the Holy Spirit speaking through me. Sin brought death upon the earth and everything in it. My people, listen to this. I want you to marinate on this, guys. Sin brought death upon the earth and everything in it. I want you to know there are so many people walking around. Oh, yeah, I love God. Yeah, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, but they live a life of sin. Your mouth can't say it and your actions don't do it. Okay, take that in. You know, I always got something clever to say. <laughs> but seriously, guys, your mouth can't say it and your actions don't do it. Your mouth can't say it and your actions don't do it. And people of God, ministers, preachers, prophet, prophets, prophetesses, everyone, people of God, we are going to be under constant attack and temptation we have to be bold we have to stand strong and we have to pray constantly for God's strength and protection he got us out here guys but we have to be bold we can't fear the rejection we can't fear the backlash we can't fear any of that we can't fear anything but God we cannot fear anything but Elohim and it's not you by yourself. I'm telling you, my everyday battles too. You know, we can be sent on a mission of God and we can fall over in a, our own little pool of self-pity. Well, why is this not working right? Nobody's listening. And, this, and that's true. And that came to me from a prophet of God. And I said, wow, this has been me. I've been wallowing in my self-pity and in depression. Oh, my book is not doing as well as I want it to. Well, guys, you know, I want you guys to go on Amazon and please support. Please support and buy my book, From Hell to Heaven, Guide to Salvation. I don't talk about it enough. And I know I, I should, but I don't. But I was wallowing in my own self-pity until a prophet came to me with a message from God. See, this is how this is how God will speak to you. He speaks to us in many different ways, whether some of us want to recognize it or not. Do not wallow in your self-pity, Christians. Stand up and fight. Be bold, Christians. Those demons will come at you with all they got, and you confess the name of Jesus and the power. In the name of Jesus. Because remember, he's given us the power by his own authority. Yes. Okay, guys, so I'm going to play this other video. Give me a moment, please. some new stuff here and I just really am not sure about how to use it but yeah <laughs> and so that's what takes me a little bit longer sometimes forgive me so the name of this is, and it's through the preacher at living waters you guys know I play him a lot too um, the name of this is how to witness to false Christians to being okay with letting it go 
the first predominant questions were, uh, you know, I believe in Jesus, right? And so I'm saved. But other people that I love dearly, like my dad, for example, don't believe in Jesus. And so no matter what, uh, you know, my dad won't be saved. And then all the thoughts began to evolve and branch out as I got older. I think there's a reason for that, which I'll try and help you pinpoint if you'll let me in a few minutes. So you believe in God's existence? Definitely. What's your image of God like? Is he mad at you? Is he mad? Angry. Um, no. Are you a good person, morally? I try to be. I have a moral compass that I try to follow. How many lies do you think you've told in your life? You know, I'm sure I, I couldn't tell you a number. Have you ever stolen something, even if it's small, in your whole life? Yeah. Have you ever used God's name in vain? Oh, yeah, I still do. Um, Jesus said, if you look at a woman and lust for her, you commit adultery with her in your heart. Have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Sure. Have you had sex out of marriage? Yep. Okay, Anthony, I'm not judging you. You've just told me you're a lying thief, a blasphemer, a fornicator, and an adulterer at heart. If God judges you by the Ten Commandments, we looked at four of them, on Judgment Day, would you be innocent or guilty? Uh, by those terms, yeah, I'd be pretty guilty. Heaven or hell? Uh... Well, in my opinion, I, I don't think that sinning, as it were, necessarily is uh, merit to send to send us to this place of damnation, as they would say. The, the problem with us is that we measure ourselves by man's standard. You remember that scripture we go about to establish our own righteousness, being ignorant of the righteousness which is of God. And that's our problem. We have no fear of God. We think God thinks lying is okay when the Bible says lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Theft is an abomination. Lust is adultery. Hatred is murder. The standards are infinitely higher than ours. And because he's just and holy, he says, oh, by no means clear the guilty. He is bound like a good judge by his own character to make sure evil is punished. And he says all sin is evil. And when, that, when you get that glimpse of that, it produces the fear of the Lord in your heart. And the fear of the Lord is there. The Bible says... Men depart from evil because of the fear of the Lord. And, and until that time, we're like a, we'll let go of sin about as quickly as a dog will let go of a tender steak. A hungry dog, he doesn't want to let go. We love our sin. And uh, the miracle of conversion is that God changes your heart, so you love that which is right. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Have you sinned? I mean, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Probably much worse than you. So, with that being said, if every sin is an act of evil, right, would you call yourself an evil person? Absolutely. Heart is deceitfully wicked. You know, would you leave your wallet on the ground there for half an hour and go for a walk? Of course you wouldn't, because people are people. Would you let your wife or your girlfriend go for a walk on a dark night through some alleys? No, you say no, because man's got an evil heart. And that's with the restraint of law. Could you imagine if law was removed from America and there was no law and any man could grab any woman he wanted and rape her and not get any repercussions? Then you see how evil man is. And we're all part of that. And God says it's all going to come out on Judgment Day, a secret thoughts and our lusts and all our imagination. So I asked you a question before. Do you remember what God did for guilty sinners so we wouldn't have to go to hell? Well, I, I mean, are you referring to sending Jesus down here to do the, the ultimate act, the ultimate sacrifice? Well, we say sending Jesus, but the Bible says God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. God was manifest in the flesh. Jesus was the express image of the invisible God, perfect and sinless man who gave his life on the cross. Now you know that, but you may not know this aspect, Anthony. You and I broke God's law, the Ten Commandments. Jesus paid the fine. It's as simple as that. If you're in court and someone pays you fine, the judge can let you go. Even though you're guilty, right. he can extend mercy towards you and justice can still be done. This guy's out of here because someone paid his fine. Well, the last words Jesus said on the cross were, it is finished. In other words, the debt has been paid. That means God can legally dismiss your case, forgive your sins, commute your death sentence, legally let you live forever because of the death and resurrection of the Savior. What you need to do is repent and trust in him. And if I may be bold, so bold as to say this, Anthony, that was probably what was missing in your Christian walk, this. You didn't see sin as being very, very serious, exceedingly sinful. Do you know what a paradigm shift is? I do. Let me give you one and get your thoughts on it. A man got on a bus, he was totally blind, and when he was on the bus, a man gave up a seat for him. Was that a good thing to do? Sure. No, it was actually a very bad thing to do. The guy lost his job for doing it because he was the bus driver. That's funny. So the, the paradigm shift there is you thought something was good and it became evil when you got extra information. And I've tried to give you information today to show you 
that God is serious about sin, deathly serious. It's so serious he gives the death sentence because he's holy. And that information has shown you that when you come before God in repentance, it's not to be just something that's light. This is very serious. Christ had to die on the cross, a horrific death, so you could be forgiven. And that should produce sorrow in your heart for your own sins. It's like a little kid smashes a vase, he thinks worth five bucks. Dad said not to touch it. No big deal, he can get another one to the supermarket for five bucks. Dad gets home and says, that vase was worth $20,000. It was an antique. I told you not to touch it. Suddenly the kid bursts into tears because he sees the seriousness of what he's done and the cost to his father to replace it. And we've broken God's law and we thought lightly of it until we saw the cost the father had to go to to pay for it, to make things right. Does that make sense? Sure. Really quick, if you're enjoying this video, please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post two new encouraging videos every single day. We also have many more resources available on livingwaters.com. Thank you so much. You might not realize this, but I love you and I care about you, and that's why I'm saying these hard things to you and hoping that you won't be offended. So you're going to think about this? Yeah, sure, man. So, so with that being said, I mean... You know, the wage of sin being death, your sin leads you to hell. These are just, they're just very gnarly speculations, you know. Well, death isn't. You're going to die. Everyone you love is going to die. Everything you love is going to be ripped from your hands by death. And so that's a clue that God is serious about it. I mean, God created puppies and kittens and love and laughter and friendship and family and seasons and fruits. And then suddenly we've got disease, cancer and death and pain and suffering. What's that about? It's evidence we live in a fallen creation, as the Bible says. It's evidence that God is serious about sin. Well, do you see a flower die? Do you see sorrow in that? Do you see? Oh, yes. It seems as though it's just part of nature in this world that things have a certain amount of time and then their time runs out, right? Did the flower Why? Any acts of evil to earn its debt? Oh, sin was so serious to God, the whole of creation fell. Dogs, cats, kittens, grandma, grandpa, you know, old yeller, everything dies because God is that serious about it. And so we should let the fear of God fill our heart because everything you see is gonna be gone in a million years. You know, even rocks are gonna decay and it's proof of that what Genesis, it's proof that what Genesis says is true. The whole earth found in this, the book of Romans, it groans and travail. You know, I, I am so sad when I look at this world. I'm sad when I see people dying. I'm sad when I see children dying. I'm sad when I see cancer and all, you know, all this stuff. And it's because we live in a fallen creation. And there's a new world coming. You know, the kingdom of God's coming to this earth. The curse is going to be taken off this earth. And I want you to be part of this kingdom when it comes. All I want you to do is think seriously about it, okay? Don't just throw it off. Hey, thanks for talking to me, Anthony. It's been great. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it.
Well, I guess you guys heard that. Um, so he explained, have you ever been a liar, thief, or any of that? And basically, <laughs> the guy's answer was yes to everything. So, um, guys, we just never know when. You know, some people just don't know the nature of their sin. And this is why we have to study the word, spread the gospel, and study and teach people. Because I always go back to Hosea 4, 6, where I said, where the Lord says, my people will be destroyed due to lack of knowledge. And that's the truth. That is the truth. So, um, the next thing I want to do with you guys is I want to read the Bible with you. So, this is Witness Wednesday. You ready for it? Um, I'm going to do my Jeopardy music. And I want you guys to get your Bibles ready. Get your Bibles ready. <laughs> okay, so... um. Here we go. Dun 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 You know guys, I I know I could find the actual Jeopardy music and play it, but I just really like to do that. I always like that little tune, so yeah, anyways, guys, I want you to turn your Bibles to Acts. Acts 4. To you turn your Bibles to Acts 4? Give you a little time. Okay, so I want you guys to go to Acts 4. 16. Acts 4, 16. It says, Saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them, or manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it, but that it spread no further among the people, Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge you for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard so when they had further threatened them they let them go finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people for all men glorify God for that which was done do you hear that John and Peter said I'm going to read what they said again in 20. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. They tried to threaten them that they better not tell people what they saw Jesus do. They better not witness for Jesus. Okay, this is why I read this. This is all about witnessing. And this is all about how even then they came against the people who witnessed for the Lord Jesus. And right today, they come against the people who witness for the Lord Jesus. You know, and so God didn't let anything happen to John and Peter. These people went on and left them alone at that point. And, um, yeah. But I want you guys to know, the the enemy doesn't like it when you witness. You know, I was going to play... And I still might. But when I play David Lynn, because he's on this End Times tour, when I play his um, 
videos, for some reason, the the audio sounds so bad. Like, and then when I try to put it onto my audio, it sounds even worse. And I just don't want to have that bad quality. But the message is so amazingly awesome, and 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 so I really wish that you guys could hear what he goes through. I think the other day I played where, you know, the the cop was coming against him and today um, it was the thugs, the gangsters, the twerkers, I'll call these ladies the twerkers, the lesbian, you know, and these gang gangsters look like they just wanted to bash him. They look demonic. Let me tell you something. The eyes are the windows to the soul. You can look in a person's eyes and tell everything about them, if they're evil, if they're kind, if they're sorrowful, if they're non-remorseful. You can see it in their eyes. And I've seen demonic entities in these people's eyes. And that demon came up on uh, Pastor David Lynn, and he was like, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And he just started going hard about it. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And the guy was just looking like the devil all in his face, like almost like nose, almost touching nose, guys. You know, and um he was like, In the name of Jesus, he kept saying, In the name of Jesus, and that dude got off and he backed up and that dude got off of him. He he wanted to do something to that pastor so bad. And he was standing there telling the pastor, I'm God. I cannot stand when people say that who do these sinners think they are? We can come close to the glory of the glory of God, the perfect, the perfect nature of God. Because there's not a perfect man here, or woman, including me. Not one sin has corrupted each and every single last one of us. And our only hope was Jesus Christ. And our only hope is to repent for salvation. Yeah. So when people fancy themselves as God, it's so it's blasphemy to me. And you're demonic. Guys, I really wish I could play this video. Hold on because I'm going to see here. I I I'm gonna try to play it and if it if his um if it messes up again like that the audio because i really want you guys to be able to hear um and if it messes up like that again then i am going to just discontinue um trying to play his videos until they're a little more clear but the message is so good so here it goes pastor david lynn with christ forgiveness find him on youtube he's in miami uh, and the name of the video is Miami Women Twerking and Gang Fights David. <laughs> this is true. The twerking women, they were attacking him. The lesbian lady was attacking him. The gangs was attacking And this is evil. This is how evil this world is. You don't know until you go out there with Christ and saying the name of Christ and witnessing and spreading the gospel, then you know. So, if I don't get to get back on here, matter of fact, I'm going to let this video uh, go ahead and take to the end of this podcast. So, um, guys, uh, say a quick prayer with me. Father Jesus, we come together as saints, as sinners, and we repent of our sins, Heavenly Father. Uh, Me and everyone that's listening to this podcast, we repent to you, Father Jesus, and we love you. We praise you. You're everything to us, Father. And Please, Lord, just help us all spread and share the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hey, guys, I love you guys. And um, until tomorrow or whenever I can get back on here and... um, and do this, but um, I'm going to let Pastor David Lynn's video go ahead and end this podcast, and you guys take care. God bless you. I love you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. So let me get my hands back on that video. Here we go. Okay, guys, enjoy. Take care. I was getting up in the morning, I was taking cocaine for breakfast, that was the, the life I was living. Uh, um, and I got to this point. 
walking around with your panty and bra and your nipples showing and, and, and you're twerking in front of everybody, you're, 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 you're obviously using sexual manipulation to get, get people's attention. And, that, and that's a form of a Jezebel spirit. Now, it's not even about Jezebel. It's about a lustful, pervasive, perverted spirit that's coming through the women. And I'm addressing this right now. Now, I'm going to address the men, too, because men don't have to be standing around this. They can go home and read the Bible. They don't have to be here. The very fact that they're here is because they know that these women are here, but they need to get right with God, too. So I'm just addressing one thing, but don't think that I only address that. You just caught me at a time when I'm addressing something. All right? But there's another side to it. But women have a very important and major part to play in the problems that we're seeing right now. I agree with that statement. I do agree with that statement. But at the end of the day, no matter how a woman's dressed, no matter how she portrays herself, you can't be misjudging her in regards to saying she's a dress about and she's at fault for leading the man the wrong way. Well, she is at fault. At the end of the day, you are also responsible for your actions and your behavior as a man. You're right, but that's why God says women should dress modestly. He doesn't say the men should dress modestly. Now, he does say that men should lift up holy heads in prayer and fleeing you for lust. So that's the other side to it. But the part, the sexual part of women not dressing modestly and doing that, that's naturally going to excite a man, and, and, and that's just the way it is. We have sexual appetites. God made us as sexual beings. And this stuff is only meant to be cherished in, in a house with, in, in, within a marriage, between a male and a female. So there's a problem. So I got to address it as a preacher, and I will address the other issues as well. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you listening to me. I just thought there was a lot of spewing about women and the sexuality. I think a woman that nowadays should be allowed to have their own body to be displayed or not displayed. That's on them, and they shouldn't be judged. Our place is not to judge. No, men, men, men and women have always had the right to display their bodies, but there's a right display and a wrong display. You can do whatever you want to do, but but don't blame anybody for having some guy use you for sex and having some guy plant a seed in you and leave. Uh, and, you know, be, because you're attracting a certain type of person by acting like a stripper. If you're going to act like a stripper on the public sidewalk and give your body for free, then you're going you're gonna to get the type of behavior that you deserve. Okay, guys, all the screaming that you hear, that is the twerkers. They're doing that to the pastor, to the preacher. And the lesbian is standing there trying to take the mic from the pastor and trying to control the narrative with her demonic ways of thinking. So I want you guys to, to and don't dare call me homophobia because I, it's not about homophobia. It's about the word of God. We're going to spread the gospel whether you people like it or not. Sexuality, right? Talking about sexuality, right? Now. 
Take it somewhere else. Get away from there. They're all in his face, nose to nose. So I hope you can hear what they're saying. Are you a virgin? Are you a virgin? No. Oh, oh, man. Man. Look at that. I repent of my sins. I 